You're listening to Oh Hey Life, the podcast designed to elevate your thinking, question the status quo, and motivate you to start living the life you actually freaking want. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Oh Hey Life. Today is Friday the 3rd of April and we had for the first time since the podcast launched on January the 17th a one week break and the reason I chose to do that is I have a typically blunt delivery style when it comes to the advice that I'm dishing out and that's just not really appropriate for what everyone around the world's going through at the moment with this pandemic so I thought we'll take one week off and then we'll start fresh for April and change the tone a little bit to help be a little bit more supportive to everyone during this difficult time. We do need to be mindful of what people are going through at the moment and be sensitive to that as well. Some of us, our lives are not looking terribly different under the pandemic or some of us, we may be okay, but we may have loved ones or people that we know in some way, shape or form who have been been deeply affected. So we do need to remain sensitive to that, but we are also going to keep the tone of things positive. So don't expect to hear any doom and gloom from me unless it's really necessary. So we'll move things right along. And today my topic of discussion is productivity at home. Now, from what I understand, and please correct me if I'm wrong, there are now over two billion people around the world who are in some kind of imposed lockdown from the government of the country that they're living in. Now that includes where I live in New Zealand, but for me, being at home is somewhat normal because I run my businesses from home, I I record this podcast from home, but for a lot of people, being at home is really different. That's where I wanted to, or why rather, I wanted to touch on product productivity at home today because it's something that I'm hugely experienced in. So for those of you who find being at home during the week a little bit different to your normal work day, today's episode is going to be a great one for you to pick up some tips to ensure that you remain productive throughout the lockdown period. My number one first and foremost tip is to schedule your days and weeks in a way that reflects your priorities and ensure that it contains some routine. Now for lockdown, you want to try and keep your routine as normal as possible. Or if you don't have a routine, use the lockdown as an opportunity to consider what you might want yours to look like. In any case, stick to it. Make sure you stick to the routine and and remember that it should reflect your priorities. Those are three really key words. This will of course look different depending on whether you're working from home, if you're on leave from work, or if you've lost your job. And and that last one, I'm not going to go into that too much because that that circumstance in itself puts you in a very different position to people who are either working from home or on leave. And there's quite a different mentality around that. So I'm not going to go into that today, but I may do in a future episode in ways that you can, I suppose, cope with being in that position and look to move forward. But getting back to the tips, if you're working from home, a basic framework for your routine could include, for example, a set time that you get up, a set time that you start work, set times for your breaks, making sure that your workday itself is planned, again, harking back to making sure it reflects your priorities, and setting a time that you're going to stop. 
It, of course, should also include the other things that are most important to you each day. So that could be time with your partner, your spouse, your family, your kids, obviously. It could be exercise. It could be studying. Anything like that you need to include. Playing your musical instrument, things like that. My routine, <laughs> my routine prior to lockdown, prior to lockdown, I stress, looks, looks something like this. So normally I get up and I go straight to the gym. I then grab anything that I might need from the supermarket if I need to and come home and start work by 8.30. So depending on what workout I'm doing, I'll get up anywhere between 5.30 and 6.30 and also depending on what time I went to bed the night before and things like that. Then I have my breakfast and my coffee while I look at my schedule for the day on my computer and I get stuck into my work. So I always get up and stretch regularly throughout the day and make sure I move but I generally work through sort of a, a morning tea break when I have a you know snack and a drink and and through lunch as well although sometimes at lunch I'll well usually at lunch I'll check my social messages read some news and things like that but for the remainder of the day I work and then I, I try to finish up work by about 6 p.m. so that I can do other things in the evening which at the end of the day for me are often work related but it's you know less deep work that doesn't require as much mental energy so that's a typical day for me. Due to lockdown my priorities are a bit different and therefore my my routine and my schedule is to be honest, it's a lot less balanced and that, that unattainable balance is something I've really sought to have more of in my life over the last nine months and when I speak about my daily routine, sometimes that will include breaks that enable me to go and do things that I want to do such as have coffee with a friend and that's obviously not happening at the moment so you know socializing whilst it's still important to me it's certainly taking a lot less of my time due to lockdown because I can't physically go and see my friends we talk on video call or you know we're texting in the evening and things like that and work and study are my main focuses so how my my routine has changed in lockdown which we've only been in in New Zealand for a week and a bit by the time this this episode is and getting up a bit later is certainly something that's happening my gym is obviously closed so I can't go to the gym so I'm getting up around about 7 30 and that that's really late for me I probably haven't been a 7 30 riser since I was I don't know at school <laughs> um I I you know I prefer to get up as early as possible 5 5 a.m you know is is more my style but I am getting up a lot later and you'll understand why when I get to the other end of the day but that's pretty much having breakfast uh straight away and catching up on messages so bringing that social focus to the beginning of my morning because I am really mindful of particularly in my own case, being an extrovert and needing to consistently engage with people to feel happy and engaged and energetic. And then moving on to my work day. So getting stuck straight in. Uh, it, <laughs> my work, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a management consultant and typically my work is is either helping businesses become more profitable or to grow or, or to solve a, a complex problem. And the latter is very clearly the focus for the majority of businesses at the moment because they're faced with this 
huge curveball that they've never had to deal with before. And so my work, if anything, is, is busier at the moment. So I'm allocating more time to that throughout my day accordingly. I'm still taking regular breaks. I'm still taking it easy on myself. I am maintaining social contact throughout the day. But for me at the moment, my work looks like big chunks of time doing work for clients. So that means making sure I take a good lunch break to let my brain rest when I've been looking at spreadsheets and things like that all day. And then making sure I take a dinner break, which I've kind of started doing at 7pm because where I live in the center of Auckland City, everyone goes out onto the apartment balconies and starts clapping and cheering for all the essential workers out there. So that tends to be where I take my evening break. And then at eight o'clock, I start working again until about midnight or 1am. So you can see why I'm, I've adjusted my routine to, to get up a little bit later in the morning. I, of course, make sure that I schedule a workout. I'm not working out every day at the moment. That's just because I don't necessarily feel like it and and I'm okay with that I'm taking a little bit of a step back from the gym which my body body could probably do with so that's what my lockdown routine is look like looking like it's changed a little bit to cater for my changing priorities but ultimately the routine is there and I'm sticking to it now back to you guys if you're on leave your routine should still apply so by all means, take the opportunity to have a bit of a holiday where you, you know, just lax out or, you know, set days of the week that are holiday days, so to speak. And, and especially if you haven't had a holiday for a long time, then as I say, by all means, take it. But having said that, wouldn't it be a great feeling to go back to work knowing how much you accomplished in your downtime? Sticking to a routine or maintaining good habits is a struggle for a lot of people in the best of times, but when you have one or when you have them, you, you realize how conducive they are to productivity and, and getting results, and, and that makes it so much easier to keep going, and, and that brings me to my next point. It all sounds so simple, but distractions can make it very easy to fall off the wagon and your routine goes to shit, your habits go to shit and you know, you're back at square one. So my next tip is to make sure you manage your distractions. What are the things that can distract you at home? Well, this applies for home or work really, but your phone. <laughs> Switch those notifications off if you find that your phone is distracting you. If your family members or the other people that you live with are, this, are distracting you, set boundaries with them. Make sure that you've got some clarity among one another with uh, regarding when you're busy. You know, stick something on your desk or, or next to you on the couch or the dining room table, wherever you're working from. Stick something up there. It can be, you know, something, a funny kind of object or something like that that indicates you don't want to be disturbed overall that's obviously going to help the dynamic at home you don't want to start having tension with one another just because you keep interrupting each other's work your own thoughts can be a distraction in themselves and they're obviously triggered by you know the things around you or the messages that are pinging through from your phone or the things that someone's talking about in the background or in the next room and this is actually a huge issue for, for me becoming distracted by my own thoughts not that many people would think it um, but I'm fundamentally not a very conscientious person, and yes, that that will blow some people away. I'm 
I'm I'm left-handed and super creative and, and I'm energetic and spontaneous and, and imaginative. However, I am extremely disciplined. In fact, to the extent that one of my friends always says she wishes she could bottle my discipline and sell it <laughs> and she'd become very, very wealthy. But the way to get around that and the way that I get around it is to set up systems that force you to be conscientious and then use your discipline, which is a skill that can be honed, by the way, to enforce them. I, for example, religiously plan everything that I do for other people. You can probably gather that from the way that I describe you know, scheduling your day in a, in a way that reflects your priorities. I, I make sure that I religiously plan any other commitments that I have for other people. And, and that, that's very, very simple. I also have an ideas car park. So I use a computer program and an app on my phone and I have an ideas car park within that that I can note down any any thoughts that come into my head that are irrelevant. It could be, you know, a reminder to get back to a friend who's messaged me. It could be to return a phone call. It could be to do with some business idea I have or it could be a podcast episode idea. Anything that's irrelevant to what I'm working on at that very moment in time but that I want to review later. And then... I have, you know, within my, my systems, I have time each week that I look at that ideas car park and obviously address anything that, that needs to be addressed. So set time in your routine to be distracted and, and that's a really good way to improve how conscientious you are when you're at home. My last tip is, it's a phrase really, stay connected, stay sane. <laughs> So don't just think about your own connectedness, but that of your colleagues, for example, in, in light of the lockdown. Some of them might be by themselves, and they'll probably really appreciate a call for, you know, for something that you just need a, a quick response on, rather than yet another fucking email that says, I hope you are well and staying safe. You know, in normal circumstances, staying connected with people when you are at home uh, you know, for an extended period, it's good for you. But at the moment, just consider the fact that, that this is good for everyone. Being in lockdown or isolation could be a really good opportunity to foster some, some positive habits, to learn something new or get some of those things done you've been meaning to do for ages. Regardless of your situation, I, I hope you're doing okay and can take away some tips from today's episode that'll serve you well throughout what we're going through now but but not just now also when life starts to return to normal and if you're a new listener you may want to catch up on some old episodes during the lockdown so be sure to have an explore around there reach out to me if you want some one-on-one -on -one advice i'd love to help otherwise i'll be back next week with another one i'm lani fogelberg and until then take care and keep smiling <laughs>